Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Oklahomies Reviewing the Mandalorian. This is season two, episode seven. Is that right? That I don't is know. correct. No, it's eight, is it? I think no, it's chapter seven. 15. Chapter 15, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember what the name of this one is. Anybody remember the name of it? I can Google hold it. Oh, uh, I have it up. The Believer. The Believer. Yeah, you're right. The Believer. Um, are you a believer? I'm a believer. All right, so let's jump into it. Um, who called that it was going to be a breakout? I think we all talked about it being like the the Avengers squad. That didn't really happen. Um, it wasn't like Avengers squad at all. Like we were like, oh, they're going to bring back all these people. It's going to be this thing. <laughs> and she just walks up and like, hey, dude, let's go. Like, what? You talking about um, Cara Dune pulling the uh, they they almost Bill blaz- they they almost blazing saddled it kind of yeah it was like the death row guy oh hey you're gonna go be a sheriff somewhere yeah I mean that was almost kind of how and it lickety split and yeah it was out it was almost too easy like <clears throat> you know I'm not saying like it can't be that easy she was a sheriff and obviously she can pull strings and stuff but right it was a little bit too easy in my opinion well and I think it kind of goes to show that they're really trying to grasp the wild west mentality where mm-hmm. everything is kind of disarray mm-hmm. and whoever is in power right now they can manipulate the system however way they want whether it's right. for the benefit of mando or not yeah yeah so but, but she hasn't been a sheriff that long that's i know that's, that's what i was just kind of like I mean, wait, listen wait, wait. with great power right i was like you've been a sheriff for two weeks what the hell is this <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was Hard crazy how quick out. she got in like she's like yeah no i got this you know whatever yeah, yeah like um so yeah so she goes and she breaks him out out of what was interesting to me um is he was disassembling all of the old um you know old republic ships you know the tie fighters and things and all of that um, and I would put money. They're probably scrapping them for the New Republic stuff. Like he's basically a scrapyard to pull what they can out of it. I would oh, assume that would make um, a lot of sense. Well, yeah, I was like watching. I was like, man, that's you know, those are Tie Fighters. Those are you know, all these different things. Um, I would put money. They were trying. You know, he was just having to work off his debt and and pull all the stuff out. Um, you know, which which is an interesting thing considering uh, he was caught not by the New Republic but by uh, whatever the Rebel Alliance is at this point. Um, the new order new order yeah yeah so it was uh that was an interesting thing like watching him do that there um and what was funny is he was like oh as long as that mando guy's not there that was really funny oh i'm sorry i thought you were another guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. hey did boba Uh, get a new no it's it got a paint job this is this is the best we've ever seen his armor even like in the uh original series i had to go back i'm like whoa whoa, whoa, wait wait yeah he actually took it we got it repainted he got uh he he came out he came it all fits properly because last time it looked like you know daddy trying to play in kids clothes like he was way too big looking for those but this time he looks slick dude he came out of that looking better than mando man i was like whoa 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 let me back that right 15 seconds Mm. well you know whenever you spend 15 years in a sarlacc (laughs) I mean, you got you got a lift. Yeah, you got a lift, bro. Right? <laughs> right? Like, it was like, what is going on? He looked good, man. Yeah, it looked like like no, a it was high a, end. And, and uh, some commentary that I had heard on that was that you know that really kind of sparks the hope that he's going to be around for quite a while since he's given himself a new paint job mm-hmm. and you know he's really buying into helping the kid out and all this. So yeah, yeah. That that's going to pay off, I think, here in the next season or so so oh, you I, think he'll be a regular on season three uh probably i mean until mando gets another ship i'd assume so mm. yeah um so it does just say the mandalorian it doesn't say mando right Dude, uh they look cool though man just the, getting out of that ship the i saw something that they called like uh uh mando bros did you see that <laughs> did they yeah it was like <laughs> team mando bro guys <laughs> We're the Mando Bros. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to remember, I because I watched it the day it came out. I haven't watched it since. Um, Same. So from there, they get on the ship and they basically uh, head off. And uh, Bill Burr's like, "Hey, you know, I'm not going to do that." He wanted to get. They wanted to get the uh, the coordinates for what's his name ship. Yeah, um, Moff Gideon's, Gideon. and he was like, "Yeah, nah, like just take yeah, me back." Like I don't immediately, do this. he was like, "No." Nope. Um, and then it was once again that that dumb little like, but they've got the kid, and he's like, "Oh, okay, well, I guess I'll be willing to risk risk my life and help out and blah blah blah." Like and they got the little green guy. 
yeah like what is this like is it just me or is that too easy at this point like again like because that's the same thing with Cara Dune she's like no I got these rules and laws the kid's in trouble oh my god I'll do whatever you need to do right and then Bill Burry's like nah fuck that I ain't doing that they got the kid oh my god I'll do whatever you need me to do yeah. like what is this maybe it's some eyes man I mean something like the I know eyes, the world hey, is like super into it. Um, eyes, Chico, you know Grover um, <laughs> Gogurt um, Grogu <laughs> Well, I think it's just one of those things that um, the only good experience any of them really have is that kid. Like, I mean, you go back to the prisoner episode Mm -hmm. where we get introduced to Bill Burr's character, Mm -hmm. and he even has little one-on-one interaction. Fucking name! I just call him Bill Burr. Uh, (laughs) Mayfield. 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 Okay, that's it. (laughs) No, he's Bill Burr. That's all he is to me. Hey, by the way, before you say that, man, Bill Burr is. fucking good actor now mm-hmm. i never really paid attention because i was just kind of associated him like, with comedy yeah that guy can act his ass off well bad. what's really funny about it is he used to give star wars all kinds of shit like he, oh yeah really? he used to rip them left and right and now he's a part of it well and i think that's you know to make it better you know um it's pretty good i really enjoyed his character in this episode mm-hmm. I, I was just like what yeah there was a lot more depth to him this time because the last time he didn't have a lot of depth this one like you get his backstory you get a better yeah. idea of why yeah. he is the way he is well and i think it also goes to the overall uh redemptive arc mm-hmm. of what this show is all about yeah for sure you know it's taking an imperial stormtrooper a guy that was a sniper over there and mm-hmm. it's making him human and right. showing that even he didn't want to go through everything that he had to go through, you know, as he confronts his old officer and all that as we get further into the episode. That, it's just yeah, quite we'll get interesting. Yeah, we'll to that in a minute, yeah. Um, so he agrees to go out and do whatever he's got to do, right? Right, so they go pick him up from the prison and uh, he's like, so how much my time are you knocking off? And they're like, oh, that's not how this works. Right. You know, they, they completely yeah. nix that in the butt <laughs> right off the bat. You know, oh, yeah, we're not taking 150 years off for anything. No, nah, no, nah, we're not doing that. <clears throat> no, this is just your chance to prove that you're worth something, which I thought was kind of interesting. And then um, so we end up on the planet where they're trying to find this information. Right. Looking for a hub. And so the only start, way to get in yeah. is they have to infiltrate this base that is refining a very explosive material. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so they hijack a caravan. Well, I was going to say, jumping uh, just a little bit uh, before that one, though, whenever they're actually heading that way mm-hmm. um, and you kind of get the full look of, of the entire ship and the rotating of the inside of Boba's ship, I don't think we've ever actually seen that aspect of it. Um, I was trying no, to go back and think about it. Like we know, Slave One does go vertical and horizontal right. and stuff, but it um, allows you to stay seated in one position yeah. the entire time, and everything else moves around you. Yeah, and it was. I was watching that. I was like, "Ah, oh, that's fucking badass." It's, it's way too overly complicated for an actual, you know, ship. Um, but I was like, "Damn, okay." So that explains a whole lot more. He's more of like a center gyroscope, and that's why that ship can do a crazy things. Is because you're always in the same position. You're not getting the same G-forces. Exactly. You know, which I was like, oh, shit, dude. Like, that's legit. Yeah, like, that was kind of like a nice little detail they put. Yeah. Not really... Because they didn't didn't focus on it. They just... Yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, you're in the ship. And I was like... put it in there. Talking about Talking about not having the technology whenever you came up with the idea. Right, yeah. And now, the way CGI and graphics and green screen the way everything works yeah just overall technology you can yeah. just make it look yeah. like yeah. it's supposed to and so i thought that was a great feature but you're yeah. right i do like that i like the fact that we noticed it without them like kind of yeah it wasn't like it. a big thing it was just like oh yeah and i was watching it the ship move around them and i was like oh fuck like that's that's awesome Pretty yeah sweet. yeah so back to the uh, planet so they went they uh, landed out on this planet they had to do a little bit of recon uh figure out how to get in right right um and uh, Mando basically was like, okay, well, I can't, do, or not Mando, Kara can't do it because of whatever, and then Boba can't do it because of whatever, and then uh, the sniper chick so can't basically, do it. And I think we called at, that, like, some somebody po- said. Yeah, at some point, everybody's going to have to pass a DNA test. Yeah, uh, facial recognition. Facial recognition or some type of scan, scan where mm-hmm. they can scan your actual DNA, and if mm-hmm. they have you in any system, being your hit. Right. So you have to send in the Imperial guy, and then you had to send in Mando. Yeah. And I think Wendell was the one that uh, called sending in Mando by mm-hmm. himself, but he ended up 
yeah. having to go with Burr or Mayfield. Yeah. Um, and for him to voluntarily change out of his armor, Whoa, which was huge, dude. that was huge. Well, not Whoa. only not only that, like, and then doing it into a stormtrooper. Yeah, that was like, the thing. Is like it, it's completely in the different skin at that point. It wasn't just a little bit. It was like hard change at that point. Yeah, that um, was kind of like mm. so running in, you know, and having Kara take over the stuff, and he's like, yeah, you know, take good care of this stuff. Uh, I thought that was interesting. I was like, "Oh shit," you know. So I mean, obviously, it's just hanging out in Boba's ship. So did you guys like that though? Him mm. going into a stormtrooper outfit? I did. I think that uh, it it made sense for the scenario. Um, if you're going to sneak in, you can't do it wearing full bounty armor. You know, obviously, bounty hunter armor. Um, and then on top of it, um, I think how they did it was interesting. Um, you know, basically stealing the supply truck to get in there, um, which was a, a pretty good touch considering, uh, you know, he got into it, Bill Burr, and didn't know how to drive it specifically. He's like, uh, let's try this one. Hey, yeah, that did something. All right, let's try yeah. this. I like that he there was some confusion <laughs> for the first time. Because, like, have you ever noticed there's never a... Uh, any kind of identifying anything on buttons in Star Wars. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter what it is. Nothing is labeled. Like, I don't know how they get away with that shit. Like, there's literally not a single label out there. You're right. Um, and you're like, the fuck is, how do you know what this stuff does? Like, you don't. There's like 38 buttons and no labels. Yeah. Worst concept ever. Um, no OSHA, I guess. I don't even know what this is. Um, so they get inside and, and uh, they're riding and he's like, Bill Burr's trying to get him to take off the helmet like he's like you know you're gonna have to take off the helmet or like how do you see in this thing and i can't see shit in this thing uh i'm taking it off (laughs) yeah which was um really interesting to me that uh you know both times we've seen him he's talked about removing the helmet bill burst talked to mando about removing the helmet um and neither time he he obviously would do it until finally there was no other option Right, this was the very, very like last option for him to do so. Wait, 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 um, back. Are, we, are you? Yeah. No, I know. We'll, we'll jump into okay, that. Okay. Okay. Um, but well, I, I found it say. interesting that during the drive, he was like, "You shake off the helmet." He's like, "No, I don't even." No, I'm like. But he was making very good points though about mm-hmm. saying like how Mandalorian is, is transforming. Mm-hmm. He he pointed it out how he was saying like, you know, we're essentially we're the same. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, I think he was talking about lifestyle choices. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, you say you're you're from Mandalore and this is who you are, but look at you now. You're in this stormtrooper outfit, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yo, mm-hmm. it's not a burn, but he's definitely telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. He's sitting in the hard spots. There's like, no question. Uh, and he, I like the fact that Mando was just looking forward. Yeah, because in my mind, I was envisioning like he's processing all that. Like, fuck, he's right. And then those <laughs> slight little head turns. He's like, bitch, like yeah, just just enough where it's like, ah. And I think that's why I was saying, like, Bill Burr, man, like, he made me, in that moment... His even monologues though, are good. Yeah, in that moment, I was just like, yo, he's spitting facts, man. Like, <laughs> he's right. Like, Mando over here is doing things that he said he, that his uh, Mandalorian, mm-hmm. you know, believes. His creed, right? Yeah, and I think that, you know, kind of ties back into what we were discussing earlier is the fact that the redemptive arc has to do with we all at some point started off with Mm. a moral compass or we all had this line that we wouldn't cross and then something that we love or we care about gets pushed or taken away from us and then how far are you willing to go to get that back kind of thing and so it all kind of comes back to Anakin and his whole battle you know this whole thing the light versus dark it's not really so much who they are it's the choices they make Mm -hmm. so uh, let's talk about the transport, right? So they get on this transport. Man, that was um, such a great scene. Yeah. Oh, jungle dude. chase. Yeah. Well, Once not just come the jungle the chase. Before it even happens, though, is that, like, you see over the radio, or you hear over the radio, like, oh, somebody's coming on. Ah! <laughs> and then they look up and giant explosion. And then a couple seconds later. A couple miles up the road. Yeah, and then another one, he's like, they're both like. Oh fuck! What did we get ourselves into? Like, yeah, like they thought they were the aggressors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now they're the bait. I yeah, like, right. Yeah, I definitely liked how they were like building it up for those leading up to that. Like, because I was like, wait, 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 wait. What? What's going on? Yeah. Well, and it's like what? Huh? And then the lady was like, proceed forward. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Just go ahead. Now you're good. Come on. Like, bitch. What? <laughs> 
Uh, uh, can I talk to transport number three, please? <laughs> right, right. So they get out on the road, though. In like, number five, go ahead. The the uh, interesting thing is, you know, uh, obviously Boba sees the guy, and this is the part that that stood out to me the most out of that battle scene is he shoots the first guy, shoots the second guy, shoots a couple more shots. Guns fucking empty. Have we ever seen an empty blaster? That's what I was gonna bring up. I've never like. Seen- I thought they were just basically. Nick, unlimited what? ammo at this point. I don't think I've ever seen an empty blaster. I think they run out of charge. Well, but even then, I I do. There may be one other instance yeah. where I've seen someone have to drop a blaster and pick up another one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that shit up because I was I'll like, wait, back. what? Like he's out of ammo? Like when did that shit start? Like of all things, like you, you think about all these other movies. Like I watched Tombstone the other day. Well, I mean, that's um, what it was. These guys have freaking four stage. shots and a shotgun, and yeah, you're like, what, off. motherfucker? Yeah, it's a double barrel, four shot. Yeah, right. You're like, <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah, no, same kind of that thing. That dude reloads so quick. Yeah. But um, man, after, I will say, I was, I was like surprised. But yeah. then what came afterwards, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, when he threw it at the dude. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the stage, it was the stagecoach. It was. Absolutely. Yeah, it was the train robbery, actually. It was, the train actually. It was more of a train robbery because they were fighting on top of it. On the roof, yep. Yeah, and so when they got in there and the. I don't want to call them pirates. They were basically, because they didn't want the stuff. They just wanted to destroy it. I think they were just trying to disrupt these people being on their planet. Well, right? Like Bert so, said, like, they all look at us like, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? Right, yeah. Because, I mean, like, when they stopped and those kids were looking up and everything else, and you were like, oh, shit. Like, right. you know, this they're an invading force here. Right? So, you know, these these they were freedom fighters. They were rebels. Right? So Mando was having to fight against the kind of people he normally would be fighting with. True. Which was a very That's interesting... I, dude, that was like probably my, why it was my favorite scene. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, dude. But, like, at the end of the day, his mission, you know, out outfoxed the other half of it. Well, and that's, um, I think that's kind of the point they're trying to drive home here mm-hmm. is that even though your cause may be just to you, mm-hmm. you're literally encroaching upon yeah. another I people that you're not even... Do. That, yeah, right. that you're not even trying to impact. Like, yeah. his goal wasn't to go to that planet and kill those 15... Right. Or, or remove the entire thing. It wasn't to set it all free. Yeah, it was, not at all. Yeah, no, he just, just went there to I get need the a information. Terminal. Yeah. yeah, that's and, it. And so look at how expensive that information was as far as the cost of life. Right. Yeah, but then the flip side of it, though, so that, that battle scene on top of the train, you know, was sick, dude. Like, Bro. Uh, you know, going over and catching the uh, grenade that and throwing it back at those guys. Can I say just, my favorite Jesus. part was when the two guys got run over and we heard it? Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. I was like... Uh-huh. Disney, <laughs> yes. I don't know about you, but I was my to me like uh, how, mm. how you're talking about that emotion with that with that scene. Mine's was when uh, they had like those four ships, and Mando just like puts his hands up like ready to do. Yeah, it he's like, well, fuck it, let's go. And then like yeah. all of a sudden, the fucking well, and like how crazy is it for Mando to be relieved by being saved by Tie Fighters? Oh, dude, like being that relieved was, by that this. So that is insane. such a Com- that, that complete sound, different dichotomy. That sound would create chills in your spine. Yeah, yeah. if you were on the other side. I but hated like, it. The relief. I yeah. hated it because I felt relieved. I was like, yeah, and I was like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> right, like, well, and that's there's just no it. such you're, thing. You're as rooting a... on the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. even though you're not. Yeah, they like, are. It was yeah. like it was kind of like they put us in in, in Mando's scenario where like you just uh-huh. you gotta accept the help right now, even though <laughs> you you're totally against it. And you know, I love that man. I loved how they did that to me. How I was so invested in that scene. Well, 100%. you're rooting on them, and then you're rooting as they're all cooking later. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> you know, it's such a weird dichotomy there. Like, whenever you have, um, you can put somebody who it's not a black and white thing. Like, it's always what's more beneficial to that character at that time. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, I used to whenever I played the D and D stuff really heavily. Um, I always tried to uh, pull these moments, like not like that specifically. I do love that. I would happily use that anytime, oh, you, anytime oh my God. of day. Totally, you know. That. But like, it, it reminds me of like whenever you know these guys would go into a tavern and you know like kill the barkeep or something. Um, and then like when they're searching the barkeep's body, they find like a gift for the barkeep's child that he was bringing back to him later on that day. Right? The, uh, you know, they're like, ah, oh, yeah, and then like, they go, oh man, we just fucking sat and like, why would we do that? You know, and like that's the kind of like emotional shift i think that has happened in this thing um 
you know, it, it you don't see these emotional shifts that quickly. Um, and I really love that oh, they dude, did that. They pulled it off so beautifully. Yeah, because like so you, beautifully, you very man. rarely have that kind of shift in gears where you're like, and oh then, yeah, and those then guys then, are. Here. And oh then, no, we get to kill them now. Like, bro, I loved what? how creepy it was once they got off and everybody was like, mm-hmm. like applauding them because that was us. Essentially. Yeah, and they were all like, essentially, yeah, we were applauding. We deliver the goods. Like, and you're just like, oh, this is so disgusting, and I love it. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> you know, but. Here's the thing, though. Here's the real question with those kind of scenarios is, like, when you have um, the people that are just the peons, the workers, and all that kind of stuff, and Mm -hmm. they have a job to do, um, you know, are they directly bad guys? You know, that's the question you have to look at in that scenario is, like, those guys are just doing the job, right? They're not necessarily good or bad. Like, you know, if you were raised in such a way that this was, you know, the good guys and the rebels are bad guys because they're called rebels and this is a well-paying job that takes care of your family you know you're just refining ore that's what you right. do right so like to you you're doing nothing wrong you have a job you're doing your thing right right um it's such a it's such an interesting concept there because now you know if you think about it on the flip side of it like they blow up the entire thing how many good people did they kill with that shot yeah you know but it does take out that's the issue with war man that's why it's so crazy <laughs> favorite line i'll wait until we get there yeah, yeah so so moving on so they get everybody so, fucking so they're all out. celebrating yeah they're, they're all celebrating and bill burr just whenever mayfield looks at him he goes never thought you'd be happy to see a stormtrooper huh yeah right yeah dude. <laughs> it's like holy it, it shit yeah because it felt like they were talking to us uh-huh yeah. that's what i loved about yeah. that scene it's like yeah. these motherfuckers are talking to us aren't they, uh-huh. you know they are. uh-huh. and so they get celebrated they're meeting everybody congratulating uh yeah. they were only 20 percent successful for the entire day as far as getting loads in. Yeah. They yeah. were the fifth run. They were the only ones that made it for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rest of the guys actually have work now. Right. So everybody's getting paid. So you know that feels good in the factory. Right, exactly. Now you got to find the terminal. Mm-hmm. So the terminal thing was really interesting because, like, he knew it was going to be in the officer's mess, which um, kind of surprising. I mean, not really that huge of a thing, but if it's in the officer's mess and you're not an officer as, as a Navy man, I can tell you you don't just go in there. Right, so like there is that little bit of a why would they be going over there? Um, and I do like how they played it. Is that like Burr was getting ready to go up there because he knew what to do, he knew how to do it, and then he saw his old boss. And he was like, "Fuck that, I'm not doing that." Yeah, I might get recognized. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, clearly later on we find out the guy doesn't recognize him at all. Not at all. Um, so he could have done it and been fine, but obviously there's dramatic tension there. Well, and that's, I, I think that also goes to make it more human, too, because the fear that we experience very rarely mm-hmm. is it what we actually think it's going to be. It usually ends right. up being much less because nobody cares about us as much as we care about ourselves. Right. And so whenever you're like, oh, that person, they're going to remember me from 15 years ago, you're walking by and they're like, who's that guy? Right. <laughs> no, it, well, that's the thing, though. Like, especially in the military, you know, whenever you have, you know, one general in 5,000 troops, the general will know a couple troops. A few. But every troop knows the general. knows the general right, right like right. that's the same situation here right. like you know this guy doesn't know what the fuck he is well it's like the gm at a uh freaking what's a giant rest like lambert's yeah right uh, where they have 125 people on staff Something like that yeah per shift i mean everybody knows the gm but the gm doesn't know everybody that works there kind of thing yeah. so yeah no i'm with you so moving forward into that so mando has to go and instead uh, pull the data off of this terminal, and he has to show his face. But how come they like? How come they didn't? The general didn't immediately walk over there because he could tell that he wasn't. Well, he could tell that he wasn't, but at the same time, um, you know, if if you have a reason to do it and you do it with confidence, it's not as big of a deal, right? Like I think it was all about the approach. Now, well, that's kind of what he I... was a little bit slow, was a little bit like sketch, um, and it was just enough to raise suspicion. So then when he got to the terminal and the 10-second countdown started, um, that's whenever the general was like, okay, yeah, this is really a problem at this point. Or he wasn't a general. He was a lieutenant or something. But, um, yeah, so at that point, though, you know, Mando removes the mask, gets his face scanned, starts getting the info. Um, and then the other guy asks him for his uh, 
his number. Operating number, right? Yeah, yeah. and he was like, uh... What's your operation uh, command or whatever Yeah, yeah, and, and he's, he's like, like uh, uh... Transport driver. Yeah, right. But did you feel like him taking off the mask, uh, the Stormtrooper helmet was a big deal? Absolutely. Um, and the reason I say that, though, and this is what was interesting about that, uh, number one, yeah, he probably had no other choice, right? Like, yeah. so he's gonna do it because he has to. The one thing that, that I was thinking about whenever that happened, though, is I wonder if he's starting to doubt his upbringing. Because now you have Boba without a mask, oh. and you've got uh, Bogotan without a mask, right? Both for sure Mandalorians, right? Very much so. Yeah, so the question is, is he going... Like, is he having a moral, like, not like, moral, but... Well, it's a, if it, I have to, like a faith, check? can I remove my? It's mask? an identity crisis. Yeah, that's well, what, what it yeah, is. Is yeah. ev- everything that he has based his decision making on, mm-hmm. his subconscious choice that has been driving his life mm-hmm. since he can remember, is because of this set of rules. Yeah. Well, if these rules aren't really rules, and they're just more like obsessive cult standards. Mm-hmm then that completely changes everything that he's been so loyal to his whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, because even just starting on season two, you can start seeing the change, man. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely start seeing the change. And when he took off his his helmet, I was like, oh, fuck. Well, yeah. and it scanned him, Yeah. and it said something back. Now, the information it said back, I have no idea, but mm. there may be information about him in that DNA scan. Oh, shit. Maybe now. But So it may be up in the air. Like, they may have it and don't know that they have it kind of thing. Possibly, but with the destruction of the entire thing, it's hard to say that, for sure. That would be the only saving grace that yeah. I could think of is whenever we get to that point. And then, hey, this is just for me, okay? Mm-hmm. But I will say I was very happy that he looked Latino. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, so what his, happens... His name's Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, um, woo! He wasn't so, going to come out looking like Peter. <laughs> right? So what happens, though, from there, he gets the info, the general walks up, or whoever he is, lieutenant, and wants to right. get the info, and then Bill Burr comes <laughs> to save the day. Um, he's Vail like... Vail Haas, or whatever yeah, his name was. and he's like, all right, you know, blah, 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 this is him, he's hard of hearing. Yeah, I'm TK. I like that. I like to I'm yeah, TK-134, and this is TK-372. Or whatever He's was, my yeah. lieutenant, or whatever, and he's hard of hearing. We call yeah. him brown eyes. Right. Um, you know, which was actually a callback, by the way, to the first uh, season, is that uh, Bill Burr asked him what colors his eyes were. Oh, nice. oh really? Yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, I, didn't I want to see what color your eyes are. I didn't he catch says that. that. In, the, in the first time in That's that funny. thing. Um, I was like, huh, uh-huh. He's obsessed <laughs> with Mando's eyes. So, um, so dude's like, well, come over. You know, you guys got the only transport in. Let me buy you a drink. <laughs> I like um, how they picked that guy as a, as a general because, man, he looked creepy. You know, that's the same guy that killed uh, Bruce Wayne's parents in The Batman uh, Begins. Oh, is it? Yeah, by the way. Um, I saw his face and I had to Google oh, that him. Is I was him. like, how do I know this fucking guy? And I went and looked him up on the Mandalorian thing and I was like, ah, I don't know him. Yeah. He's the guy from Batman that kills uh, Bruce Wayne's parents. This is the one in Christopher yeah. Nolan? Yep. Oh, okay. So the uh, interesting thing was that Operation Cinder to me right so um i looked it up and there i have the details over here which i'm not gonna remember exactly what they are but um turns out operation cinder and this is where tying the universe together is again badass it was never in any of the movies it's not and i was like i've never heard of this but it seems like a really big fucking deal turns out it was in a comic book from like 2015 um, so this is a recent comic book, first time it ever came out. So now they tied in the actual comic book series from something recently. Are you serious? Um, yeah, and what it is um, is upon Palpatine's death uh, or initial death or whatever you want to go with it, um, that was the last standing order, in which case it was to just be, it kind of like an Order 66, um, except it's like just kill fucking everybody. Whoa. Like anybody, like if you're on a planet that is, uh, you know, supposed to be whatever, you kill everybody. Where'd you find Like this? you rule with fear. Um, I Googled it. Whoa, I didn't Wikipedia. know that. Yeah, actually, hold on. I'll tell you what it says. Uh, that's cool as shit, man. Yeah, so that's the operation. Did you know about that? No, no. So it. First, let me go see where it actually first took effect here. Um, it first appeared second issue of Marvel comic book series Star Wars Shattered Empire, October 7th, 2015. Right, so that Whoa, that's already crazy. Oh, dang. Um, that's so, so badass. Um, let me go see here. 
So it was the the last episode or last message from Emperor Palpatine uh, to a select group of Imperial officers. Operation Cinders begin at once. Resistance, rebellion, defiance. These are concepts cannot be allowed to persist. You are but one of my many tools, which these ideas shall be burned away. It was carried out by Galactic Empire as a mean of devastating Imperial planets um, only a few weeks after the Battle of Endor. Uh, the operation was part of contingency, a plan devised by Emperor Palpatine to ensure the Empire and its enemies did not outlive him should he ever perish. The plan was put into action following Emperor's death following uh, during the Battle of Endor. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of things to it, too. Like, uh, there's uh, some, like... Uh, uh, weather-related things where they actually disrupted all the weather patterns on a planet and then, you know, murdered everybody. And um, it was it, the entire design of it was to strike fear into the hearts of, of anybody that may be resisting still. Damn, that's so cool, though, man. Yeah, so for them to tie that in to yeah. this, I was like, damn, now they're tying all this stuff together. Like, get it, buddy. Like, well, I'm so that, happy that they're tying in all of this non-canon stuff. And the fact that Mayfield was one of the troopers that was there. Yeah, right. and he watched his right. entire unit go down. Right. Yeah, and then he obviously had to have probably killed a lot of people doing that. That um, sit down that they had. Yeah, it was. It was tits. beautifully told because it started off. Mm-hmm. It was like it started off okay because you're just like, oh man, how are they gonna get out of this? I didn't mm-hmm. see. I didn't see it ending that way. The uh, shooting concept. Yeah, there. Yeah, I didn't see it ending <sighs> that way. It, you know, it was kind of reminiscent though of uh, the whole Han shooting first thing. Um, and I, I thought about that, like sitting across the table, telling us a little bit of a story, and then you know this is the climax of the story, and you know taking. I like I like the little details on on what was the guy's name, who the, the bad guy was his name Vale they... Hoss. I liked how like as he kept telling the story, his grin kept getting more and more evil. Yeah, and Bill Burr Sinister. Kept, yeah, and Mayfield kept getting more and more like upset because and yeah. then it was just like, bomb. Yeah, shot him. I was like, "Oh shit, we're, yeah. do- we're doing there, this." There was a righteousness in his voice, yeah. which I really liked. Like, yes, dude. Um, I don't want to say that he was going um, like, I don't know. He he was going with his tone, um, mm-hmm. yeah. where he knew what had happened was wrong, um, and he at this point, this is his you know redemption for this. You could he see fucked in, up. Yeah, you could see he, it in his eyes. But he had no choice, and like, you know this is a way to expunge his regret and his, yeah. his everything goes with. It was, was it, so crazy. Was it for the greater good? Was it greater for them? Was it better for them? Right. All for the, the ones all the that dead. lost their families? Yeah, yeah, you could hear it in his voice. Like You're oh, like, shoot, dude. And then after he killed him, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Because he like, kind of came off and like after that, like when, as his voice was rising, I'm like, I'm kind of scared of what he's about to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in like... But then it gave you like... It was definitely like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah. hell yeah. You... So here's my question, though. Because uh, that was the climax of hold the on, episode. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Did Pascal have better facial expressions with or without the helmet on? Oh. oh. I, I would say... <laughs> you know, and I was actually thinking about it as he's watching that. Um, I was actually thinking about like how he's reacting yeah. there. Um, I think that uh, his reaction without the mask... Uh, was actually like I, I would expect it to be more animated than it was um, because like when your face is behind a screen like you don't in your lifetime you don't think about toning down your expression because you don't have to right so but I think also, it was actually under performed his facial expressions but I would say that he also has never gotten a response from a facial reaction so why would he right use them yeah, and you're not wrong. I mean, it's oh, definitely an interesting point. concept. Because like, he's never had to use that as part of his communication skills. Right, but he also, well, like, he did, being stoic in the face has never accomplished anything either. He didn't look stoic to well, me. No, no, I'm to not me, saying he no, did. To me, I'm he saying, looked like he was scared. Yeah, no, I'm, I agree with you. But, like, that's I think it should have been more expressful, honestly. Um, and that's not because of that. Like, he's just never had to hide I it. I thought he looked kind of, like, kind of lost. Like Kind of, yeah. Like, he was more, like... Wait, I think early. Are you talking, where are you going with this? I think yeah. early on, though, that sure. was on purpose, though, because he was supposed to be. Well, yeah, yeah. Deaf. No, but I'm talking about once. Because um, I, I mean, yeah, on, but once it switched, it was like, oh. Uh, do you think? Do you think he kind of took a hit on that on his aura? On his aura. Yeah, like the aura of the Mandalorian with the mask on and on. Mm. And then you see him now sitting down in this table, so and you have these expressions. Like, do you kind of go? So mm. for me, 
up until that point, it was our imagination what was going yes. on behind yes. the mask. Yes, right. And now I really think we saw everything that happens behind the mask. Mm. There is no expression, mm. and that's just part of the beauty of it. But like, he can give you a head tilt, and you're like, "Oh, I know what he's thinking." But yeah. Do you? Do you? Well, it's kind of like your dog when your dog does a little head tilt. Yeah. Sure. So moving forward, Why do you keep calling him a dog? Because he is. (laughs) Um, So they obviously have a little bit of a shootout, climb out the window, um, are having to fight everybody off, whatever, from the window. sniper shots from. That's what I was going to say. Is that those girls standing up there on the ridge really It was a one shot. It was like boop, boop. Yeah, I was it like, was. Ridiculous. I got the cannons. You get the snipers. I like. I like mm-hmm. the, the visual when they shot it and it, you traveled with it. And yeah. they shot him in the back. I was like, that's so uh, badass. That's yeah. great camera. It work. was so ridiculous. That was such a good scene too. Though. And when Finnick yeah. was like, "Start your run." Yeah, and and then like when Boba actually got out there and they got on the ship, you know, and it was kind of that like, "All right, we're flying off" thing. Um, and Bill Burr, like, no, hold on, I got to do this. Yeah, give um, me that rifle. Yeah, and, like, obviously it's a rifle Did he's he never know used. To, I mean, I know he shot. I knew he, yeah, I know he, he knew what they were, yeah. He's a sniper. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he, so what he did for the Empire is he was an Imperial sniper. He was yeah. a sharpshooter. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. that's what he did. So he would be familiar with guns. I don't know if he was familiar with that particular one. No, I don't think he was. But, but he was very familiar with the substance that he was driving in. That's why he kept slowing down even though it could mean his death because he knew if he sped up, it was definitely going to be his death. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely forgot how badass he was until he said, give me that. And then he just shot it perfectly. Yeah. I was like, the girl shot it perfectly, but he like one up them. Well, and then it all like collapsed in and the entire thing went down to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that entire situation there. Now they did kind of save the people there, you know, so they had just killed. Yeah. And like, that's the thing again, like, it's another yeah like you definitely are helping people but at the same time like assholes yeah well but then you have all of those people who are proud to see him that he also killed so it's such a weird dichotomy there like um should he have blown up the plant is you the better question you just killed the guys that high-fived you yeah like should you have blown up the plant like bill burr yeah he's thinking about it like it doesn't matter who they are if they're on that imperial side they're trash right um well and my favorite quote of the whole movie Scene, episode, scene, yeah. episode was whenever he goes well, gotta be able to sleep at night mm-hmm. yeah so I mean he just took he, down an entire platoon mm-hmm. and he can sleep better yeah that's, that's I know dude I know that's a different um, level so you know I know maybe we're getting, it just maybe that quote just shows you maybe how bad he was doing things when he was on that side I think yeah. that was kind of my imagination when he said yeah, that. Yeah, he, he knows they're, what they're after, who they are. Yeah, it's kind of a PTSD thing for sure. Um, you know, is like, you know, I, like I didn't have PTSD anywhere near. Like I, there were certain aspects of it that came to fruition, but um, like a lot of people have like hard, hard PTSD where they can't sleep at night and then they have these, you know, crazy situations. Um, and if that's what it takes for him to get through it, then he's going to do it. Like, right. you know, there's a permanent exhaustion that comes kind of with that thing. So um, if that's I, what's going to give him rest, like, you you wouldn't be able to talk him out of it. But I know? like that he didn't hesitate. I will say Well, that. that's why he didn't hesitate. Yeah, yeah like, you're not going to be able to talk him out it. of it. He, yeah. meant, he, he, he stuck to it all the way through when he shot that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that's when he said, like, you got to be able to sleep at night. That's it. You and know? I was like, yo, this dude's a badass. I forgot he was a badass. He's going to sleep like a baby now. <laughs> Um. So let's let's move to the uh, the speech that uh, Mando repeated oh, back. Basically, man. um, hold on before we get there. Uh-huh. So we land. Everything's mm. done. Pretty oh much. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and they. But uh, yeah, good save. This is this is good where, save, Nick. Thank you. Did you, <laughs> so, did you hear that guy died? What? Yeah. Got him. (laughs) Yeah, no, they definitely went very Western here. I thought this was a great homage Mm. to some of the old ones. Uh, Right. Was it 310 to Yuma where they acted Mm -hmm. like he was dead, but he really wasn't? They let him go free. There's several others that do the exact same thing. thing, So because he did his job and everything, they went ahead and let him go, pretending like he was dead. That way his debt was fulfilled and all that. So I thought that was a great touch to the, Mm -hmm. just the genre. Um, Great job there, Favreau. Is it the end of Bill Burr? Do we see him again? I hope not, man. No, I think Mayfield comes back at some point. I hope so. I hope so. He he, he really won me over in this episode, think I think he kind of showed that um, he's anti- He can be honorable. He's anti-imperial more than he is- pro himself mm-hmm. 
And so I think that's definitely something Mando will keep in mind. I don't know if we're going to get like a, I don't know if we're going to get a Magnificent Seven or if we're going to get, oh, like yeah. a, yep. you know, something along those lines or if we're going to get a full on posse. The eight. I feel, I feel dirty that I like uh, Mayfield, but I love it. <laughs> like, and that's, that's, that's probably why Could I love the dirty dozen. Yeah. Cause that's why I love the episode. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like you, but I, I, I just like, what, guy, I love what I you it. did, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, cause yeah. A, cause like him, this was a good episode for him. Like this was his, like his, his, you know, thematic feel yeah. that made him actually a good character. Well, yeah. and I, I think, like how he's like, I- I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to shoot me in the back. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think, uh, the believer there. So, who do you think the believer is talking to? Oh no, I'm I'm sure it's uh, him. Yeah, you think it's Burr? Yeah, no question. Okay, it's got to be right because there was a lot of. I mean, the speech was almost so about who, belief. Who is he a believer in? Writing uh, wrongs. I don't yeah. think. It, I don't think it's a. Uh, yeah, I agree. With I that. don't think it's an entity. Um, it's a belief. Itself. Right. I, I think it's. I think this is where the heart of this team is coming from. It's yeah. that redemption that very much. So yeah. everyone's looking to Mando mm-hmm. because he's kind of the catalyst. Right. So that's definitely where I see that going. So, uh, that's pretty much the end of the episode. We do get a nice little cut scene. I was going to say, end. that's the part that really we show up on Moff Gideon's, uh, Holodeck. anal plug. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's real, man. That's real. If you haven't seen it, go look at the graph. Did you yeah, you said that. Yeah, I was on the floor, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to admit that." <laughs> but anyway, so Mob's there, and then his number two comes in. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing that was interesting though is like that's the same speech Moff Gideon uh, told him, basically word for word. Yeah. Was it? I didn't look at word for no, word. No, it was but... word for word. It was exactly the thing that you have. It's not what you think it is. Right. It means more to me. Yes. Than mm-hmm. it'll ever yes. mean to you. Yes. Yeah. And I'm coming for it. Yeah, no, it was definitely it was pretty legit, man. Like, it, it was, was it dude, was it was creepy, it was powerful, it was I, I yeah. dude the episode was done with like five minutes left and I watched the whole thing. I was like, there's gotta be something more, right? Cause I was just like that hooked into the episode. Yeah. I watched the entire, there was nothing now after the credits, but no, uh, well there was actually, um, there was in the concept art. There oh, was, yeah. uh, Poe, Poe Dameron was in the concept. Was art. he really? Yeah. Which one? Uh, I don't know what picture it was exactly. I mean like, but yeah, that's the only, that was an Easter egg. That was like, what? what's going on here? Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Which is an um, interesting. Oh, thing. dude, but but yeah, the words just going back word, to that speech, man. So my only concern here is that his face was scanned. They know what base was attacked. Mm-hmm. So if they have anything on a backup drive or anything, right? But he already knows that it's uh, Jaren. Yeah, Din Jaren. Din Jaren. Mm-hmm. He already knows who he is. So right. Mav already knew who was after him, who the Mandalorian right. was anyway. Which was interesting for sure, which I still want to know how he knows. You know, because I don't think there was has been any kind of uh any but anything really alludes to his identity being known like outside of that. You right. know, like obviously, you know, and that's where we were like, Okay, was Moff Gideon, you know, a Mandalorian or something or like Oh yeah. You know, how does he know that information, obviously? Right. Um so I don't think scanning the face really matters. I d I don't think it has any impact because yeah, Moff I don't already think knows it will. Him. Yeah, I don't think it will the more that we've been talking about it here. Uh at the what initial time I was concerned. Do you think that maybe they'll just pass along the photo? I mean, I mean does, that ma- does that matter? I, I mean, I'm just I doubt it because he's going to be wearing a helmet. <laughs> he's the only dude walking around in silver vest car. Right? That's yeah, true. I don't think that's, that's true. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, hey, you'll I'm know just, when he I'm shows up. No, I, I like what like like <laughs> he Hey, let's put this facial picture out of this guy who wears a mask the whole time. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, so what I want to know, honestly, though, for the next couple episodes is, like, now that he has the tracking info for Moff Gideon, mm-hmm. does he pass that to Bo-Katan? Like, that's the question. Does he know Bo-Katan is looking for Moff Gideon? Because they never actually said it for sure. They didn't come to that conclusion yeah, together. Yeah, but that is obviously a situation they're both looking for the same dude. So two Mandalorians looking for the same dude is a big deal. Well, so, three, technically. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Um, so the, the real question is, is um, do we see uh, Bo-Katan in the next they, two episodes? Do you think they team up? Well, I, I don't know if we well, team we up have, directly. We, we have one episode. 
Oh, is it one? I thought there were two. Yeah, this, no, this is the last yeah, one. This is the last episode. Ooh, so, do we see Bo-Katan? I don't. I don't even know what we're gonna see. I'm, so, if I if I had to everything. guess, if I had to guess, they're gonna go in with the team that they have, try to do a surprise attack and fail. Or is this a filler episode? That's what I'm saying. They're gonna fail. There's no way they can be a filler episode. I'll be pissed, dude. You gonna give me that and then give me a filler episode? They go back to the ice planet. And there's this weird. They're gonna have to regroup. Squid thing. They're gonna go back to Mandalore, team up with Bo Katan. Mandalore. Mandalore's supposed to be destroyed ish. I understand. And then season three is whenever they come back and get the kid. Ooh. Well, we didn't see we didn't see uh, Grogu at all. First episode without Grogu. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah, he was not in this episode at all. Um, so the question, I think, though, is going to be, do we get an update on that situation on the next episode? Is, oh, yeah. Do we see him at all? Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll see him. I think they even maybe come into contact for a moment, but mm-hmm. they either end up captured and separated or they fail. Does whoever Grogu Two called out Two of the main characters up? die. Does That's who Grogu prediction? called out to show up? Does what? Maybe to end it. What yeah. was the question? Whoever Grogu called out to, whoever the oh. whoever the Jedi is, and if that Jedi shows up, they may win. That's a possibility yeah. too, but I don't I don't think they show up until probably season three. I want to say in this one, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, uh, but I want to say in this episode, what would would make it um, a really really solid end of season uh, would be getting to the point of getting on the ship trying to track it down um you know and then actually getting on the ship at least and then possibly running into Bo-Katan as well um and then even if we don't have the resolution of the episode I don't want to see flowers I don't want to see like you know people getting awarded medals and bullshit like you have at the end I don't of want Grogu to get captured or rescued well that's what I'm saying I want to see it end with like a stalemate on the ship yes yes I agree yeah I think more likely will be like a I want them to fail and then Bo-Katan is like you just didn't have me or something mm. they're gonna make a swap oh oh doubtful yeah you're, you're I'm just you're trying it. to hit no, a grand slam over here so. bud I, I say it's a no go because uh, Moff does not care about Mandalorian or anybody else in his entire squad he only wants the kid um, because he knows he's force sensitive, so I, unless you have somebody who's going to be giving that up, I don't. You see mean that like thing. a Jedi that Gro- Grogu called out to, and Jedi's the not Mandalorian's do that. like, "Hey, I got this guy coming that I don't care about. Swap you." I don't think so. No. Yeah, <coughs> I don't think so, man. I'm just saying. I think Grogu dies. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Are you being serious? <laughs> well, he's being hopeful, he but can't it's be. not. Can you imagine the he riot in die. the streets? He he's can't been, die anymore. He's, he's been calling. Too. He's been calling for Grogu's death since episode eight. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. on. We're on fifteen. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every other episode used to be There's Grogu's no going to die. There's no way he can die. If he does, dude, it'd be riding in the street. I can't wait. You want to ruin maybe Christmas? Season, maybe season. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, 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 maybe. I'm just saying. Hey, if it comes back, the resurrection. I'm not True. okay with this. Hey, what if what if Grogu does die, and then like the final the final battle is Gideon and Mandalorian, and then oh, could you imagine that end of end of everything? Yeah, could, could be interesting. That? Okay. that that would be amazing from that aspect. I don't want Grogu to die. Let's stop saying that. Yeah, <laughs> but that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm saying, man, if Grogu dies. Christmas is ruined. I want to see it happen. That would be cool. A, different, like, a different Green Grinch at this point. That'd be some heel shit, like WWE. Dude, style. right? <laughs> uh, all right. So, episode rating. Where are you? Where are you giving this one? I'll go first, just because yeah, you guys is. know more than me. I would say a solid eight point nine. Eight point nine. Eight point nine. Wow. Okay, that's good. I'll agree with you. Okay, I'll give it an eight. I'm going to give it uh, a solid eight as well. Uh, there's a couple of things I really uh, think they could have done a little bit differently, a little bit better, but um, definitely wasn't the worst episode we've seen. Um, definitely wasn't the best episode we've seen. Um, but I do like uh, what it did with, 
you know the back and forth emotionally with with making Solid the empire plus, people man. and then making them enemies again and then um you know just all the back and forth pieces that we got yeah um I the agree. redemption of bill Bur- like there was I, i'd actually give it an eight and a half actually i think because of all of those different aspects it, it they, they played it very I like, well i like that this episode was more of a mind game even with mm-hmm. yourself because it, it did feel like for me watching it it felt like they were playing with my mind it yeah. felt like oh you fuckers are trying to confuse me and then right? you're trying to get me to cheer for them and then you're trying to get me to hate them like I like it. Yeah. I like what you're doing to my brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why I think I'm going to give it an eight and a half, actually. Solid so. B plus for me. Nick, why'd you give it your rating? I don't like Boba Fett as the delivery driver. No? He's, he's got to have more action. I mean, we just see the dude waylay people with a stick. Yeah, that's true. He, he's, he's still learning how to be a Mandalorian again. Remember, he shot the wrong ship. <laughs> oh. I was aiming at the other one. I was one. aiming for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> so full of shit. <laughs> I think that's just him being quirky. Yeah. <laughs> right? His that's his sense now. of humor. Yeah. yeah, I was aiming for the other one. <laughs> yeah, that's kind, no, of, that's kind of surprising. Well, I mean, He's with, right. Why, why Nate, man? With, with him and Finnick, I just... I think they put a little too much on Mando's plate. But, I mean, I understand why. Because you're trying to press him to change his values. Um, other than that, uh, I mean, it's a great episode. I'm just, I mean, it's a train robbery. And Mm -hmm. so I just thought about something just for the uh, psychology of this episode. What's that? So let me ask you guys just a a theoretical question. We get in on this one. Okay. Right. So we all know Bill Burr killed basically everybody in that little, uh, that plant. Yeah. Right. Right. So would we feel different about it if he went around shooting every single person individually? Like in that base? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. No, I don't think so. Because even no, though even though I the wouldn't. loss of life was catastrophic, the main goal is to render the base inoperational. Mm-hmm. So if he just goes around shooting people and leaves the base operational, then I have a completely different it's a, issue. It's a malice at that point. Yeah, it's, it's a completely different reason for loss of life. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was shooting at him. No, I'm not saying he was shooting at everyone. Well, he was protecting he, himself, though, at the same time, yeah. Yeah, but, it, I mean, there's what's the difference between that and then just shooting it up? Well, like Nick said, it destroyed the well, building. If if he goes around and shoots everybody individually just to make sure they're all dead and then blows oh, up the plant, I see I'm cool with that, too. I see, but if he okay. doesn't blow up the plant, I'm not cool with it. I see what you're saying now. I get your little question now. <laughs> just an interesting thought I just had. I was like, oh. Yeah. Because in my head. And like, also I gave it an eight because I didn't get to see Grogu. Yeah? What? Grogu. I'm just being honest. <laughs> you asked. Grogu. I missed my little green dude. <laughs> see that Pringles thing? <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> so, but I, I don't know, man. This is probably one of my favorite episodes, like you said, based on that mm-hmm. psychological standpoint. Yeah, I think it was probably the best written episode. Yeah, I, I agree with. Then why are you giving eight point five? Um, I, I don't on? think the cinematography was good, and I think some of the practical effects were kind of crap. Oh, so you're just being like all all around? Yeah. Well, was, uh, I eight point nine, man. Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap this for, bitch up. For a guy that doesn't want to get his vote influenced, he sure is trying to influence. I know, right? Like, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Well, I wanted to say it first, but why shut up. leave me alone. This? <laughs> all right. Uh, bye, man. guys. Bye. Bye-bye.